talked about um, if Hawkeye needs fixing or just an update in general. Um, we summed up his character growth throughout the MCU or lack thereof as shown by the several seconds of silence that all of us had when trying to construct his character in the Avengers, unfortunately. Um, we talked about Kevin Feige's comments about Hawkeye Infinity War saying this is actually the best thing that's happened to him because people are now actually talking about him. And we overall came to the conclusion that um, Hawkeye is not well done in the movies. He's much better in the comics. The three of us have ideas. We're not in agreement. But Anthony best summed it up as he needs to make him more grounded. But we um, honestly are not sure how. But he that's what the purpose he serves. That's the purpose he serves. And he does it well. And sort of us really seeing what will happen in the future with Endgame. And now Endgame has happened. And now um, me, Aaron, and Layla and I will talk about it. This is AP Marvel. I'm Izzy. And here's Aaron. <laughs> Hi, my name's Aaron. And... Oh, yeah. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was on this podcast like oh my, a year ago, but yeah. I'm back. Oh god, so it can't have been excited. that long. It was, yeah, I guess um, last uh, the, September, o- was it the or October Thor episode was the last time I was on. So, were you? Yeah, on yeah I was episode? definitely on the Thor episode. I don't know oh. if that was I last. Wow. Month, well, but. in that case, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, and we also have Layla Hello. here today. Hello, I'm Layla, and I'm here today. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Layla, uh, so Aaron and Layla both teach the Stuco with me at Carnegie Mellon, which got a shout out at commencement, which Ooh. is crazy. Um, Ooh. It's crazy. And yeah, that's good. It's too bad those well, people can't take class now. But, you know, oh, well, we'll they're taking class with you two next year. Yeah. Which will be very exciting. Um, yeah. And when yeah. Layla took the class, she gave a PowerPoint presentation on Hawkeye in the MCU. Yes, I feel very strongly about Hawkeye. He is my favorite superhero. Yeah, I, I'm willing to admit that. And I have lots of thoughts about him as a character. <laughs> so just to start off, have uh, this is for Aaron and Layla mostly because I know this is not true for me. Have you like really consumed any like what the phrasing Chris and I use is like Hawkeye media, it's like the comics, like any, I mean, if he's, he hasn't unfortunately had anything else really outside of that, um, but really any of that, I don't see there since. I don't think any of the recent <laughs> have dealt with Hawkeye. So I would say yeah, no. I kind of have on a free comic book day, I woke, went by to our local comic shop. Um, and I bought an older Hawkeye comic that I, like, read part of, but I never finished, so I bought that. Uh, I know he's had a recent run, like, doing an Old Man Logan kind of thing called Old Man Hawkeye. That's, like, an alternate universe thing. This is real. Uh, but I haven't read it, because usually those types of, like, gritty character, but gritty and old things don't really interest me. So... I know, um, <clears throat> I've been, tr- I've, like, the Hawkeye Matt Fraction run is still on my list of stuff to read. Have any of you read it? Yes. That's what I bought was one of the later issues that I never finished. Oh, uh, okay. 
so easy it's so good mm-hmm. yeah i'm really trying to uh um Aaron, i assume you haven't <laughs> all right nope um so before we talk about hawkeye um throughout end and throughout end game and i guess throughout like past infinity war um i want to hear i guess sort of your thoughts on just hawkeye in general before end game before we delve into um just a warning, fair, fairly spoilery territory if you haven't watched Endgame yet, although the spoiler ban is lifted. But yeah, I want to hear, uh, Layla and Aaron, I want to hear your thoughts about Hawkeye in general before we get into um, the deep dive, just unpacking this character. Alright. Uh, I guess I'll go first, because... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> uh... I would say my opinion of Hawkeye is, like, he's been sort of not that, you know, um, interesting in some of the previous Avengers movies. Like, uh, I was just remaking our Avengers presentation, and Hawkeye has, like, one of the lowest screen time things. Like, um, it's less than Nick Fury. Uh... I thought what they tried to do in Age of Ultron with his family thing, like, that was a, that was a good try, you know, good for them, but, you know, it's, um, I still would say it's understandable he's not one of the more popular characters. It's sort of like what they had with Thor before Thor It's Ragnarok. interesting you say that, like, one of the things we talked about, and again, the recap episode was that Thor had, like, a sort of a similar situation to Hawkeye, but then, like, they had, like, a major course correction, but they still framed it within the realm of like his past history so it just worked that it just worked so seamlessly with that but yeah you're arguing with that um Layla what about you well I'm just gonna do like the summary of my powerpoint presentation which is (laughs) my my thoughts were always he's interesting but they gave everything that makes him interesting to other characters so in the movies he's always seemed like a bit like why is he there because all the stuff that makes him interesting as a character is, like, a lot of his qualities were passed off to, like, Tony Stark and to Captain America. And so he didn't really have anything that made him feel unique. So I also appreciated, even though it's not really, like, comic, like, true to the comics, what they did with him with Age of Ultron did make him different. But then I felt like they was kind of like a token family in a way. And then they didn't really know how to develop that as a character trait of having a family and also like being in life-threatening situations all the time so i was always just really frustrated you can see like when i got my twitter in like 2014 and like the first age of ultron trailer dropped i have tweets complaining about how hawkeye isn't in any of the trailers um, I've like it's always been really weird because Jeremy Renner is like a pretty good actor he's like two time Oscar nominee um, like Hawkeye could be interesting but feels like nobody involved with any of the movies ever really cared about him as a character he felt like more of like an obligation they had to lug from movie to movie um, so they never really developed him so it's always just really like, I'd still be excited when he showed up, because I still think, like, the idea of him as a character is interesting, but never really felt very fulfilling in any movie. And then, like, he would just be absent from whole movies, and, like, no one would care. And I guess that's fair, because no one does care about Hawkeye, so nobody's trying to improve Hawkeye, and then it's a cycle. Like, you're definitely right, like, because not, really people, not a lot of people sort of, like, really care about Hawkeye. Like, he's always the one, like, 
people miss that like no one really takes him in and like develops him even that much like even i think even with the russos like as we'll talk about next in endgame like i guess like they had their sort of chance like they already have been developing hawkeye like in civil war like arguably i'll like if at all and then they're really just building up on it in endgame it's not like it's a new spin on like this character they've inherited um but yeah so yeah just to talk about endgame um i guess first some general observations like how do you think hawkeye was in endgame in general before we go into more specific points Um, I think, you know, there was some improvement there. I liked the opening. I thought the opening did a good job, like, you making you sympathize with him. Um, I liked the whole thing with Black Widow. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. As, as someone who's not a huge Hawkeye fanatic, I thought, you know. Did you think it was an improvement or just like staying the same? Oh, for sure, absolutely. I would say it's um, it was like somewhat of an improvement. Of course, they can do a lot more with this character, but the way he's currently done in the MCU, uh, there's not much you can do. I would say it didn't really expand that much on his character, but with what they had already developed, like more was established. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, and more of like enrich what they already had instead of adding new things. Even like Ronin was more of, like, an enrichment yeah. development. Yeah, of course Hawkeye yeah. is a rampaging Hawkeye maniac. has feelings! No, didn't know that. <laughs> Damn it! Uh. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye is the Daenerys of... Um, spoilers? Game of Thrones spoilers? Oh, uh, are yeah. we cleared for those? Yeah, I don't think we are. So... <laughs> we, we might. It's okay. He'll do an intro, and I'll say there's a single Game of Thrones spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler. from okay. like the not even the most recent episode from last night. That's a week ago. Um, oh yeah, the Game of Thrones finale was last night. I guess as we're recording this, we're not doing that. Oh, yeah, don't. This we're not. not this isn't a Game cast. of Thrones up, episode. This it's is not, the Marvel you know. cast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking on Hawkeye and Game. I mean, he was in it substantially, which was really interesting because he's never really been that in a movie before. Like, he opened it, which was so cool. It's almost like he's a main Avenger or something. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I thought the Ronin yeah. stuff was interesting because the Ronin stuff is really... That was his arc during, like, the Civil War era of the comics, if people are familiar with that, I believe. Um... So it's like, it is a thing he did, but it's like, I always found like when Hawkeye is like really gritty to be less interesting, because I feel like that's just like a hat they put on a bunch of characters. And like the just, I mean, I can see like, oh, your whole family dies, so you become like a murderer, like, I guess. Um, and they gave him like an, a quasi arc to go through then as he like tries to not be a murderer. Um, <laughs> which is something, but I did think it was an improvement because they actually treated him as like a main Avenger for the first time. I felt like ever, um, like maybe in Ultron, uh, he was like a main Avenger a bit, but like it was really more situationally and Ultron itself wasn't a very good movie to support him as an Avenger. Um, so it was like better. 
and they tried and they it was sad when his family died i felt sad um <laughs> yeah i feel like in the theater like Sierra, he does open the movie and you absolutely know what's coming and i remember just like bracing myself i was watching it uh i was sitting next to thomas and his girlfriend Allie, um and Allie was like sobbing already and it's like oh my god like <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no we're in for a ride we all saw um, the movie together there were like gaps yeah. like the second his daughter disappeared everyone just went like oh no like they all like knew it was coming and i think it was a yeah. well done scene like that just emptiness but yeah like it's a very good like like we did talk about how like Hawkeye like sort of rounds the MCU and I think that was a very interesting and like good way to sort of portray that again like just in case like if you just walked into Endgame and you didn't know what happened the first time like that's a good sort of summation almost like a very good like scene that sort of like tell you yes what happened last time and this is what we're gonna do to like deal with it in the future yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean as like my god for gauge for like a regular audience viewer uh, i saw the movie with my parents like a night or two ago and when they saw that hawkeye scene they were just like kind of confused they were like oh what just happened and like they were like oh right all right we just watched that movie it's better than my mom who just saw endgame two nights ago and didn't see infinity war and she didn't know it was a two-parter and she was talking to me, and she was like, and I didn't really under- understand who that, like, thermos guy was. And, the thermos guy? And I, like, explained, like, you know, like, half the world died, and she was like, oh, that that makes a lot more sense. So I assume, but, like, it was more grounded, because I think the whole concept of, like, half the people dying can seem a little, like, foreign. So, like, the idea, it's like, this guy's whole family died, which is very... If any of these listeners have seen The Leftovers, it's very Nora Dursty, but watch The Leftovers. It's great. But I think that did give him, like, like I think the greatest emotional stake, like him and Tony Stark in the movies, which was nice. Yeah, because yeah, they both have, like, well, because Tony Stark is a family now um, in Endgame, so it's two, like, sort of, like, grounding pillars in that sense. Yeah, Hawkeye had a really crappy, like, <laughs> couple years. Because, like, first, you know, his family dies, and then, you know, like... Hawkeye's having, like, a really rough time in the MCU. <laughs> Does anyone have it rougher? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that could be his characterization. Oh, no, but that's, like, exactly it's like the that, but he's more stuff. like, oh, dang, Nabbit, not again. Like, that yeah. should be his character in the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Plate 18, Shot 18, mm-hmm. except much, much darker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just to talk about Ronan a little bit. Um, so, um, unfortunately, Chris cannot be here today, but they have said that they thought Ronan was underwhelming. And I know, um, I think you both, like, agreed, like, he was, like, interesting enough. Like, he wasn't bad. Um. But I wanted, I guess, but I guess I want to hear more of, like, your comments like that, or just, like, your own commentary, just, like, more of, like, your deeper thoughts of, like, Ronan in general. Yeah, I think we're doing the, you're going first, usually, I think. I think we've established the pattern. Okay, okay. Uh, I would say, 
Uh, Ronan, you know, I guess we, we sort of, we got to see a little bit of what he was doing. I didn't really buy. Okay, I've seen so many movies do the whole, oh, this guy is super dark now. Like, he's a tortured soul. He's going to go kill all these people. Like, it didn't really have much of an emotional impact for me. Especially when, um, like, the soul stone scene, when he was talking about, like, oh, I'm such a bad guy now. I'm like, I, I didn't really know if I bought that because... I mean, yeah, he killed a bunch of people, but, like, you know, in general, he was, like, going after gangsters and a lot of movies, like, and a lot of movies that just make him the hero, so maybe it's that, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it was, um, like, it just felt a bit rushed. I mean, I know it's, like, five years that we don't see, but I think sad to murder is, like, a, a long path, and... I don't like the whole thing in media a lot of this person becomes sad so they start to murder. Um, especially, um, I know like Chris wrote, like he only really kills or is mentioned killing people of color in this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, uh, like Rhodey says like he killed like some like cartel members in Mexico and then we see him like take out like I think like the Yakuza or something. Um, uh, and it's just like, like, I know it's, he's supposed to be portrayed as being bad, but it still feels like they just want him to be like, like they want him to be bad, but still redeemable. Yeah. Have him, have him go <laughs> murder some orphans yeah, or but something. Yeah, they want him to be like, like, a bad guy. like redeemable. So they're like, it's okay that he kills like criminals. <laughs> oh and I guess that was like whole Ronan's thing, but it just felt like. Because they never even, like, call him Ronan in the movie, just in, like, promotional materials. So it was like they wanted to do Ronan without really committing to it, which I felt was, like, a bit underwhelming. I just thought of, like, one thing they could have... This is really... (laughs) I'm not a writer or anything, but, like, they could have him do... Like, he could have gone to the orphanage or whatever, where now it's raised, like, shut that down. What would be the purpose? (laughs) <laughs> because like you know that's literally they like that's really tortured about that thing she like, was raised in yeah but you know maybe there was like other ones and you know you could just go in there and like wipe them out but I don't know because that could have shown like he spared Nat right and we're saying oh he's a darker more like desperate character yeah, like now f- yeah like, like I, I can yeah I sort of see it like just uh, sort of like in like a four like when Nat first like meets Clint if they had like a like a vicious like fight or whatever. Yeah, yeah at uh, well, Budapest like, or whatever. Yeah. So, and he's saying, oh, I'm uh, not the same guy I was. I'm a really dark, edgy character now. Like, so hypothetically, hypothetically, if the current Hawkeye went to Budapest, he would probably kill Nat, right? Yeah. yeah. she's a bad person. And... Yeah, and so it would make sense if they had did more with that. They showed like, oh, okay, you remember Hawkeye, one of his only character traits we gave him was like he's a very forgiving dude. Well, now he's not a forgiving dude, and if some assassin came after him, he'd probably. Now I'm like thinking about it. I feel like what could have been more interesting is like Hawkeye as like American sniper. Um, Ooh. Like he joins like the military basically. So it's like he has like a permit, so it's not like he's like fully bad, but he's still like not really 
doing it like he's putting like his like marksmanship for like higher for like like not as like following his own moral compass but following like somebody else's so he doesn't really have to think about himself and like what he's doing as much that could have been a bit more interesting oh yeah yeah yeah, he could be like a mercenary, yeah, a mercenary but he like, doesn't really care about the money. He's just doing it so it like gives him a permission to kill. Because I feel like him going off on his own, like again, like doing the turn to like now I'm mur- a murderer is like a bit, it's a bit strong. And especially since nobody really cares about Hawkeye. So I feel like nobody was like, oh, no, not my poor Hawkeye. They're like, <laughs> oh, so he kills now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A lot can happen. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he kill before, but he just... He killed bad guys before, and now he's killing bad guys. Yeah. But on yeah, his own. Yeah, like, I think... I will, ag- I will agree with Chris, though, that, like, the movie only showed referencing him killing people with Skuller is not great um, at all. I think... I feel like the... Like, just finding him, like, in... They found him in Japan, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, they've, um... I think the fact of like him finding like finding him in Japan, I feel like is the biggest reference to him being Ronin than anything because Ronin is like a Japanese like concept and like term and whatever. Um, but I think oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely like agree that like I like when like yeah like during that conversation with him and Nat like on like, in Vormir when he's like yeah I've changed him as I killed so many people. I feel like I bought into that a little bit like bought into that a little bit because like. I mean, like, we follow this universe pretty heavily than others, so I felt like I could sort of see that, but it also did feel, like, really half-baked, and I feel like those references could have been built up more, or, like, if, like, Natasha has to try multiple times to get Clint to come back, then I think that would have helped, but I really think, like, Ronin was really, Ronin was really Jared, just, like, almost like an Easter egg, almost kind of thing, because, like, you know, like, you just really know like he's done like this bad shit, but really you don't have a lot of development to go off of. And that fight, like if like Clint and Nat had like maybe had like more of a fight before like Clint eventually came back, I think it would have been a really interesting parallel for um Warmir later on. Yeah, there's a lot more they could have done with it. I mean, what they did okay, I think we all are basically saying what they did was serviceable, but it could yeah. have been more interesting. Yeah. Better might be better. strong for me because I feel like in a movie this, well, I guess in a movie this big, like, there's not as much you can do. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be kind of tight and to a certain extent I would imagine you have to rely on like things the audience is already familiar with. Like, yeah. you can't really break away too much from that, but, um, Exactly. It's a three hour movie, never mind. If they were (laughs) the right time with like more Hawkeye stuff, I feel like all the reviews would be like the movie really felt its way. (laughs) Um it's like this Hawkeye stuff is like it would feel a little weird if they tried to rush him being like a character too much in this movie. Like if they're like now it's the Hawkeye hour, it'd be like what? The character no one cares about? <laughs> like, at a certain point, I feel like they just had to cut their losses and yeah. do what they could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he was in the movie as much as, like, fans <laughs> who don't like Hawkeye could stand. 
I mean, like, thinking back to it, you know, he's they have the Ronin thing, they have him at the beginning, they have the little scene with them flying to Voromir, they have him on Voromir, they have him being sad about Nat. You know, they do, yeah. they do a lot of... Yeah, I think it was really bit, interesting so. to have him come back and be the one to try, like, that second run of, like, the time travel. I think that like, when he goes back and, like, finds his, like, and like, the time travel works, like, when he proves that it works... I think that was a really interesting scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, you debut that sweet mohawk. Um, <laughs> he and Captain I Marvel know. both got <laughs> cool hairdos in this movie. Yeah. Yes. What, were, were the yeah. tattoos new? Which means like, that... I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, okay. If you so look at how he's many tattoos, now that's like several tattoos. months of work. So he really, after the apocalypse, basically, found an <laughs> artist who still does commissions and was like, sleeve me up, and went back for months. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he, oh my god, his brand. He just committed to his personal brand. Edgy. Um, <laughs> He's edgy. I feel, I feel like, now. the more I think about it, the more I feel like what they didn't develop with Ronan, they developed through, like, the latter half of the movie, like, with, like, almost a little bit after Nath died, like, he is the one, like, running through, like, abandoned ships with the nano gauntlet for some reason. Like, why? Like, I think it, like, even, like, those little details alone or, like, just other narrative threads I thought, like, he could be inserted. I think that's how the Russo's almost built him up and made him feel, like, more of, like, a core Avenger in some senses. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They gave all the uh, all of Black Widow's extra scenes to Hawkeye. I mean, they've so always felt like like it's like they could have been interchangeable. Like they're like they're the non-powered ones that wear dark colors. Yeah. Um. Do you think though that um it should have been Nat instead to jump off the soul jump off for the soul stone? Mm-hmm. Like, I know, Layla, you mentioned like they're those scenes are pretty interchangeable. So do you think? If it was Nat, it would have done anything different. You mean if it was Clint instead of Nat? Yeah, yeah. If it, yeah, <laughs> if it was Nat in those scenes, if it was Clint who jumped off, like, would it have been any different? Uh, I think it would have been worse. Because nobody, it wouldn't, like, even if Black Widow's not that great a character, she's at least been in these movies more. So it would be, like, a weird, it would be a weird end to his arc. Because her arc was always just, like, she had a more solo arc of, like, personal retribution. And his arc, like, not really, by ending it without having it to do with anything with his family, like, he'd be sacrificing himself for his family. But Nat would be, like, it's always been her against the world. So, like, sacrificing herself for the world or the universe. I think that does work better. And especially since people know her more as a character, if it would have been Clint, people would have been like, eh. They only killed Hawkeye, it's fine. And I think Nat yeah. was better. Yeah, I, I agree with that, for sure. She's also been in more movies, Iron Man right? Too. She's been in The Winter Soldier. And she's had, guess, like, arcs. Yeah, Iron Man 2. I guess Hawkeye was technically... <laughs> the same way he was, like, technically in Thor. Yeah. Like, he showed up. But he wasn't, like, in it. He didn't have really an arc. Oh, yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I also agree with that. Like, I think... Clint being, I guess, yeah, if Clint had been the one to jump off, it would have been like, oh, of course they're killing Hawkeye. Like, it have been sheep. <laughs> and, like, Nat has been, like, technically, I think Nat was the second Avengers introduced because Edward Norton 
um, was fired. So <laughs> it makes a lot of sense that um, Nat was the one to jump off. Um, but I think it would have still been cool if like they both fall off the cliff and then whoever, I guess, dies on impact first is the one to wake up. And that would have been interesting. But super scary. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That would answer some edge cases about how yeah. the Soul Stone mm-hmm. Formula thing works. Yeah. But, um, do yeah. you have, I guess, general thoughts about Hawkeye and Endgame before we move on to the next points? Nah. Last thought. I don't like his Nazi haircut. <sighs> Oof. It is. He has. You've seen neo Nazis, they have that haircut. I mean, everyone in, like, every small <laughs> child in Texas has that I don't know. Oh, it's so, like the fact I don't that know. he was also murdering, I feel like, wasn't a good combo. That's fair. Yeah, like, when you yeah. put that term with, like, what he was doing, I guess, not that great. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, I will say, in reality, I feel like we should have seen Clint not die and coming because it was announced a little bit before Endgame came out that... Hawkeye, um, a Hawkeye Disney Plus series would be in the works. And more importantly, that it would have Kate Bishop. Yes. Which Layla's very excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. That's a, that's a point I wanted to touch on. Uh, I think another more, like, pragmatic reason you would kill, uh, Hawkeye over, or kill Black Widow over Hawkeye is just because, like, (laughs) you can take, like, have a mentor someone. Like, with Black Widow, she has that story. She really doesn't want other people to turn out like her. But Hawkeye, you know, he's, like, he's pretty happy overall with who he is and, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. So you can um, have him do Yeah, like, he's really built himself as, like, a mentor role, like, with Scarlet Witch and, like, Quicksilver before he died. And, like, yeah, in some aspects. Mm -hmm. And so it, like, make, um, yeah, it, like, makes sense i think um when y'all first heard this news um what were your thoughts about it i screamed (laughs) i will say i've like i posted this on my tumblr in like 2013 that was like i just want an mcu hawkeye tv show where he's just hanging about solving like solving small crimes with kate bishop because i feel like even more like, since he has kids, I feel like their relationship will be less, like, father-daughter daughter, and more, like, in, like, the Matt Fraction comics. It's kind of, like, brother, older brother, younger sister in a way. Where it's, like, he's, like, older and so he, like, knows a bit more. But they have, like, a nice, like, kind of, like, back and forth and they're, like, on the same page. But he's, like, you shouldn't do that. And she was, like, you're not my real dad because her real dad's dead. <laughs> I believe, yeah, she's an orphan. Her parents, like, died in, like, an avalanche, I think. It's been a while. Um, I, I thought this would be good. I think it's, I think a lot of Marvel is passing on the baton right now, and Hawkeye's, like, way too old and, sorry, but irrelevant of a character to, like, continue on in the next generation, so passing it to, like, a younger person would be smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do, like, a couple cameos to, like, introduce the movie audience to Kate Bishop or whatever. Oh, I really... Okay, this isn't the right episode to do this, but I'm really interested in where they're going to go. I think, talk, I think like you can talk about it. It makes... I feel like you can talk about it. Yeah. It's the thing I'm interested in. Yeah, okay. So, well, basically, I'm just worried that they're going to take the whole 
Disney Plus thing and they're going to make it work the same way as it worked with Netflix where they didn't do anything with the characters on Netflix and they're pretty much irrelevant entirely to the movies. Like, you have to be careful, I guess, introducing the characters back and forth, but the whole point of the MCU is sort of like you see these characters interact and if you say, hey, the TVs tie in and then they don't ever influence the movies in any way, do they really tie in? Yeah, like I think... I thought, oh, I, Aaron, well, I thought you were going on, but, uh, but I, thought, well, I thought you were going on was, like, the Young oh. Avengers sort of spin that Disney was trying to do. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, that's also, yeah, I think they're probably gonna go Young Avengers, but I would really prefer if they did a team-up movie over they did a yeah. team-up show, just because, like but we'll see. Yeah. Well, have, have y'all already talked about the idea like every each one of the show is going to set up a young avenger like they have um kate bishop and then the loki show could set up kid loki wanda and oh. uh the warmish or yeah wanda and yeah wiccan yeah are they gonna um, like find america chavez in like the uh, falcon uh, Bucky show? The, they can they all could they also could do yeah, patriot yeah. which yeah. is just Basically, like, a Falcon. Yeah, it's like bas- it's a basically like a young black Falcon. Um, addressing Captain America gear, which I cannot describe right now. Uh-huh. And then like, um, uh, yeah. Oh, if they introduce ah, uh, if they introduce America Chavez in um the Falcon Bucky series, I would cry. But that's the side. <laughs> um, where are they gonna find Hulkling? <laughs> He's just gonna walk. Can oh, yeah. you just be like? Uh, that, uh, that, like, arms dealer and all the Netflix shows that just kind of shows up. <laughs> it'll be, like, it'll literally be, like, um, Hulk in <laughs> the Avengers. Like, they, like, they just, he just shows up, and he's just there. Like, how they did with Piper Nora and Mark Ruffalo. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I think, like, yeah, I think the mentor sort of role for Hawkeye, I think, will fit in well with, um, integrating Kate Bishop because I think that is just something like they have done fairly well with this Hawkeye in the MCU. Um, it would be interesting to tie in like his family. I think that's also like, an interesting aspect. Um, yeah, I guess. Do you have a wish? Um, so next is like the, bleh, I think you can cut all that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else do you hope for this series? Like tone, like genre, like, Anything you want them to nail in general? I've been thinking about tone a bit and, like, what they want. I have, like, a tweet where I just posted Mac Fraction panels that I want to see. Because it was, like, if they're doing, like, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, like, Matt Fraction's comic series is, like, the best base for that. Because it really, like, established their relationship really well. And so they had, I feel like it's very comedic, but it's also very dark. So I was, like, not very dark, but it has, like, twinges of darkness because Hawkeye is, like, less rule-abiding than other Avengers. Like, he'll just, like, beat up mobsters because they're, like, fucking with his apartment building. But he'll also, like, call Tony Stark to fix his DVR. And so, I don't know. I was thinking as a comparison, like, kind of like the TV show Barry on HBO, which has, like, a lot of, like, darkness but it's also relatively very light and has like a lot of really funny moments but then also like a little bit like younger and I think a little bit more comedic than that show or a different type of comedy um I think that'd be really interesting and like kind of like a lot of 
a similar format to maybe like Jessica Jones that's like dealing with like smaller issues. Um, I think that would be good. I just want them to just, I want the boomerang scene so bad where he just has a boomerang arrow that everyone thinks is so stupid and then he like uses it to like save the day and it's so funny. And he's just like the whole comic series, they're like, why do you have a boomerang arrow? Like, aren't you trying to shoot things away from you? And then he also has a dog. I want the dog in the show so bad. He has like a pet dog named Lucky um, that he like rescues from an abusive owner that he cares about more than anything in the world. And I need that. I need him like interacting with people like around. I need like Kate Bishop to be like establishing herself as like a different type of character. Because she's, like, snarky, but not in, like, a Tony Stark kind of way. And I feel like I don't want her to do, just be, like, a young, like, Joss Whedon quip person. Because I feel like that's not really <laughs> who she is. Uh, I want so much from this show, so I'm probably going to be disappointed with anything. But I'm also just going to be happy it exists. I'm so excited. Do you have any, like, showrunners or dream casts in mind for the show? For Kate Bishop, I have two. Like, one of them, I just feel like she's a really talented actress, is Anya Taylor-Joy. I think she's a really good actress. She fits a lot of, like, the demographics of Kate Bishop. Like, a she's, like, in her 20s, but, like, a teenager, basically. But then I have, I the only thing is, like, I don't know if she has done, like, much comedy, and I feel like there needs to be, like, a bit of comedy in this show. So there's an actress called uh, Geraldine uh, Viswanathan. Uh, she was in Blockers and the TV show Miracle Workers. And I feel like she has like the perfect like com- comedic tone to like carry Kate Bishop. Um, she's also a woman of color, which would be really interesting and nice for a show to star someone like that, which is great. Um, but she she has like a really good comedic sense, but then she can also do like more serious dramas. Um, I believe she stars in uh, uh, this like uh, like Sundance movie where she's like a dr- dramatic lead, which would be good. Uh, for showrunners, I really don't know. I feel like they could do a young new person. I feel like it doesn't have to be an established person to just go crazy, go stupid. I want to say, like, a female showrunner for the show. I think that'd be interesting. Like, if they're going to, um, I, if they're going to focus, it depends, like, if they want to focus more on, like, Hawkeye or Kate Bishop, because I kind of imagine a scenario where, like, I think they'll retire Hawkeye by the first season and then have it follow Kate Bishop in some capacity. Um, I would not be surprised if, like, that sort of thing happens. And so I think just a female showrunner or, like, a team, like, just to develop, like, Kate Bishop would be interesting. I think Schwartz and Savage, who show Red Runaways, um, would be interesting um, in terms of developing like that kind of character. Maybe like their sort of teen drama gossip girl tone is too much, but I think character-wise, I think they'd be like, a good fit. Yeah. Um, for casting, I have to... I would need to look more. I think Anya Taylor-Joy is a really good option, I, but I would also like to see a woman of color. Um, yeah. I know what about you, Erin? A lot of people wanted her as an Asian woman. <laughs> how, how do you know all these like young actors? Like, the, well, I know like 
four. Well, probably more than four. But I know like the MCU actors, and that's you know pretty much <laughs> the MCU actors and Tom Cruise. So yeah, I don't I don't have a strong opinion on who they cast. I'm sure they'll find someone. I imagine they're gonna use like pretty heavily the all the Disney stuff, right? Because it's gonna be on Disney Plus. It's, you know, they're owned by Disney. I imagine they're going to rely on that infrastructure. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, quite yeah, a bit. I don't have anything else. Uh, I mean, yeah, I hope the tone is sort of comedic, would be good, and then maybe more, like, detective ish. Maybe that's, <laughs> like, they're so. I don't know. I, they, they do whatever the fuck they want. I don't... Yeah, like, no strong opinions. Yeah, like, you bring up a good point, Aaron. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they pull up a Disney star, like, from the ground up, like, someone on, like, Disney Channel or something, because I think that they sort of did that with Zendaya, I think, for Homecoming, even though, like, it's also, like, owned by Sony. Um, but I also would not be surprised if they mm-hmm. do something like that, um, just to cultivate, like, their talent. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. Hawkeye, like, just Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is enough to carry a show? I know I mentioned, like, I think he they might, like, retire him after season one, but I want to hear, like, just your overall thoughts on it. Yeah, I think he should also be retired by the end of the season. Like, Kate Bishop has a run right now, I think. That's pretty good. Um, and so I think she could carry a show, like, if she's set up by uh, Jeremy Renner. Like, I think he'd be interesting... To, like, have around for a bit, and then, like, the mentor dies or leaves or whatever, and then the new person takes up the mantle. I think he could t- carry a season, for sure. Now, I don't really think he's ever done television before, which would be interesting. Yeah. He has done, like, comedy, like, through Tag. <laughs> Did oh, you gosh. watch Tag? No. I just, it just looks bonkers. I almost saw Tag, and then I didn't, so. I mean, speaking about, like, wanting the show to be different, like, a major thing could be, uh, like, the reason, like, this show kind of starts is, like, he could, we could have the arc where he loses his hearing, and that kind of, like, affects him as a character, so he's maybe, like, not at the level we know him as, which would, like, kind of add to the fact that he's training somebody else. Like, that'd be interesting. He'll have to lose his insanely, insanely expensive CGI arrows in the movies, probably. But we'll see. Can he actually shoot? Because I know a lot of the people who play archers in like movies and TV actually learn how to shoot. Yeah, yeah, he can. I think he talked about he spent a lot of time training for Hawkeye, and that's why he was sad in the Avengers that he wasn't relevant. But, <laughs> but, I mean... I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. We'll find out. Because I don't know if you guys have seen the guy from Arrow. He's like... Steven Minimel? Yeah. He's an amazing shot. Like, he's, like, really good at archery. Yeah. But he's pretty much also, like, carrying the entirety of the CWDC-verse. Well, he's he's leaving now, so... Yeah. But, like, before it was. Like, I... So I wouldn't be, like, surprised, I guess, like, about that. But, like... Also, I think just people, archery is just cool in general. So I think, like, even if, like, Jeremy might run away, wanted to, like, also personally learn how to shoot a bow and arrow and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool life skill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great party trick if you just bring yeah. your compound bow <laughs> to your friend's, like, 
Game of Thrones watching party. <laughs> you get bored. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Lila, you mentioned um, potentially making um, Hawkeye deaf, like if, perhaps like in like the Hawkeye TV series. Um, and that sort of brings back some comments of Jeremy Renner just not being very aware in the past. Like Jeremy Renner, um, essentially, like someone. So Jeremy Renner makes some like this sort of off-color jokes like there was um one time at a convention someone asked someone told him like yeah in the comics hawkeye's deaf and jeremy renner sort of tried to be like oh like oh what do you say like and then just sort of trying to mind that like in joke around like yeah like hawkeye's deaf like sort of pretending that and that didn't go over well um and there was also like sort of the story of like how um during the age of ultron press tour um someone asked jeremy renner yeah like natasha's like you know like also involved with Bruce, but she actually kissed Cap and whatnot, and there's, like, I don't know what's going on with, like, Natasha and, like, Hawkeye, and Renner jokingly called her a, called Natasha a slut, um, which also did go over well. Um, so, I guess, especially considering, like, sort of, like, the deaf comments, um, deaf comments, do you think, like, he would, do you think, I guess, like, how, well, for one, have we forgiven Jeremy Renner for those kinds of comments? And Jeremy Renner has said up front that he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't like, he obviously would incorporate like Hawkeye being deaf, but would he be open to that slash like, and I guess an open response. And mostly I want to hear like y'all's thoughts about it. Like, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I guess I hadn't heard about the Hawkeye, uh, the, uh, comments he made about Hawkeye being deaf before, so I looked up the YouTube video uh, before I came in. Um, I mean, yeah, he seemed, you know, not totally aware of what's going on. He kind of played that initial joke way too long, in my opinion, but uh, I just think the primary issue was, like, he wasn't being super aware of what he was saying. Yeah. And I don't really think he was necessarily, like, trying to hurt anyone's feelings. He was just being sort of, um, you know, not not super thoughtful. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I remember that whole slut comment thing back when I was, like, younger and, like, on Tumblr and a lot of people were like, oh, it's horrible. And yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a smart thing to do. It was a very stupid joke. Um, but I feel like a lot of it got overblown. Um, especially, like, it really became a part of, like, the whole wave of, like, your fave is problematic. Where it's, like, just, like, finding, like, the worst things celebrities have said. Because, um, like, especially, like, at those junket things, like, they're sitting there for eight hours. They're, like, usually bound to say something stupid. Um, but I don't think, I think, so that wasn't really smart. In terms of the deaf thing, yeah, it was like, it wasn't, it was just kind of like a weird joke that he probably thought was really funny in his head, and then it didn't really work. Uh, so I don't think that, like, disqualifies him as much as, like, he's not a very good actor slash person. I think he's just not... I think he's just a bit stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, he's, like, just, like, a straightforward actor person. So if they decided to make Hawkeye deaf, I feel like he'd be 
he'd be down with it. Like, I saw interviews where he was like, that's not the direction I played him. But if they're like, and now he is an explosion, he loses his hearing, he's not going to be like, no, I don't want him. Because (laughs) (laughs) he's a talented actor. He's been in good stuff. Like, I'm sure, like, nobody loves Jeremy Renner. Like, if your favorite actor is Jeremy Renner, like, are you sure about that? (laughs) <laughs> the only great thing about Jeremy Renner is his app. He has an app. It's called like Jeremy Renner Updates. You need to install it. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. What? It like sends you notifications like view your daily Jeremy Renner pictures. And it's like his team licensed this. This wasn't like a fan app. And it's so funny. And that's the greatest thing he'll ever do as an actor. I'm sorry. But yeah. He just needs to be a little less stupid, but don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's sort of common in, like, a lot of just people say stupid shit, and then it gets really problematic, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, hopefully people will eventually, hopefully people will be more thoughtful with what they say, but I'm sure if someone recorded me all day every day, I'd say some really stupid shit, too, so... As we know in class, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes too much. Oh, I'm going to miss being the straight man so much in class. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I think if he said these things in, like, 2018, 2019, like, would not go over well at all. But I think, like, those were, like, around, like, 2013, 2015, which is a very different time um, in the post Weinstein era, and so I think like there were a lot, there were definitely things that were taken like like those sexual sort of remarks were are taken a lot more seriously now, and so you can sort of excuse time, you can sort of sort of use time as an excuse, and in, but in general I think they're still not great, but I think he's learned overall. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, just to sum things up, um, overall, like, what do you think of Hawkeye in general throughout the entire MCU, now, like, now factoring it in Endgame? Do you think he had, like, a long-term character arc or whatever? Or, what is his future like? I think if someone, like, Taika Waititi came on to Hawkeye and, like, tried to make his character better, they could, you know, salvage him. But it seems like they're going in the direction of just sort of retiring him, which is good, too. And I think... You know, he'll be remembered like, you know, he was a guy. He'll be somewhere middle of the pack as far as MCU characters go. So, yeah, that's that's Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I feel like they've squandered a lot of Hawkeye. I feel like the TV show could be like the thing where it's like, oh, this is what could have been. But I don't think... Like, even me, love Hawkeye. I'm not, like, crying over missed opportunities in the MCU for Hawkeye. Like, he never really was anything, so it's not like he, like, fell from grace. Um, I feel like in ten years, people will forget he's in these movies. Um, <laughs> people will rewatch like, the Avengers, and they're like, oh, I forgot Hawkeye's in it. Like, especially, like, all most of, like, the big cut scenes from the Avengers, if you watch deleted scenes, were scenes with Hawkeye in them. So they really, um, they really Jared Leto jokered him. Um, and one of them's, like, really interesting. It's with him and Loki. You should check it out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just poor Hawkeye, man. Never 
never could catch a break. Yeah. Oh, a Hawkeye, no. Oh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, I definitely think, like, unfortunately, I don't think he was. Like, I think he was, I think, developed more each movie, but he never had, like, a character card across, like, across movies or even, like, within movies. Like, I don't think he has an arc within Endgame either. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that Oh, no, he, he was the MCU static character, you know. Yeah, like it's interesting. Um, like at the end credits of Endgame, when they have like they when they have like all the sort of marquee like actors credits with like like with like Jeremy Renner, like Chris Hemsworth, like Robert Downey Jr., like those like big marquee credits. Like it's it um it felt a little. Like, it feels simultaneously in place and out of place to also have Jeremy Renner in those because, like, if you think about it, he's only really been in the Avengers movies, but he's just credited as, like, one of the founding six Avengers. But he has never had his own movie or, like, has really not been in much compared to, like, a Robert Downey Jr., for instance, or like, even, like, a Scarlett Johansson. And so it feels like, it feels half, like, yes, this is earned because you're in these movies, but also, like, it's also like sort of a weird it's a weird place I guess for him to be in and I think that sums it up well do you have any final thoughts before closing Hawkeye deserved better y'all are just cowards yeah I think I'm gonna I'm gonna read that Hawkeye comic thing for uh, I got um, Marvel Unlimited so let's see how that is but yeah not really because the movies did anything, just because the show's coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. If you like dogs and the mafia, yeah, there we go. Have a great time. I don't really like the mafia. Well, it's not like be interesting. If you like fighting against uh, raising the rent on New York City housing. Oh yeah, I love Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. That's the plot line, though. Oh, God. That's so good. Mm. That's so good. All right. Um, so, Layla, Aaron, do you have any social media handles you want to plug? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Let's come back next year and we'll see. <laughs> Aaron is an internet ghost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm at Galaxy Layla. Layla spelled with the E and the I, not the A and the Y. Nice. On Twitter. And that's it. Nice. Um, I'm at Delirolin on Twitter. Subscribe to a- you can subscribe to AP Marvel on iTunes, um, Google Play, Spotify, and also on YouTube. Um, leave a review. It helps us out. Um, it shows us like what we can do better. And also shows us what you love about it. So, yeah. Put those reviews in. Um, join our Patreon. Um, you know, all that stuff. Um, join our media. Um, read our medium at medium.com slash apmarvel. Um, join our Discord. Um, super fun time. Um, we have a lot of one-year anniversary plans coming up. This is episode 51, which means next week is episode 52, which means that we're, it's been a year of us doing this thing, which is incredibly crazy. A video coming up um pretty soon that is 
super exciting developing on the one marvelous scene um famous round youtube essay channels um and a few essays um i have one tentatively lined up about shazam which is going to be super exciting which is not marvel in any capacity but an interesting take on shazam and representation that i think would be interesting really and a couple of essays lined up so stay tuned for those um, thank you to Charles Villanueva for the graphics, um, Steve Montour for the music, and thank you to all our top patrons. Um, with that, um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you.